What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 168. And alongside me to get us through this episode, to my right, now we're going to have to ask our other co-host if she's an official co-host yet but to my right it's Tess Strike. Tess how are you? I'm good I don't think I'm the one who gets the final vote yeah. as to whether or not I'm <laughs> official know. I'd vote myself in. Well all right I, I, I you and I I think you know if it's democracy then I think you've got a good shot here but let's bring in our other co-host see what he has to say to my left Wayme Docs. Docs what's up? So much to unpack first of all <laughs> uh, democracy in this country is broken uh, <laughs> but that's a topic for other podcasts not ours right. uh, Docs 2020 still mm-hmm. in effect. Yep. Um you guys are the worst. The absolute worst. <laughs> You're gone I, one week. I'm gone one week. I came up with this bit. I wanted to see how long this would take. Uh, and I told them, I was like, just every week we'll promise somebody else. They don't show up as, to co-host. And then Tess will come in and save the day and see how long it takes people yeah. to realize that Tess is the, the co-host. co-host. I'm gone for one week. So we did that for one week when all three of us were mm-hmm. together. I'm gone for one week and I listened to the show and you're like, I would like to introduce Tess as our new official co-host. Mike, so much for that bit. Yeah, I know. I wanted that to play out for 165 episodes. I know. I know. Sorry. Um, Everybody out there, just imagine we had done that and and appreciate appreciate what we didn't accomplish. We're well, too honest. We can't lie. I, so it's I, not a lie. It's a bit. I backhandedly congratulated you. I don't know if that's the right term, but last it's not, week. You're but, in, yeah. but Docs, I mean, was that your congratulations to her for getting the job as the new co-host? No, she's here because somebody didn't show up. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I don't know whether he's being honest or not, but... <laughs> Uh, you never know with Docs, but Tess, uh, great to have you on board. Uh, and really enjoyed the last couple shows, and if it's up to me, and like you said, it's not a democracy, but if it's up to me, I think you've earned the position. All right, King Farley. Yeah, so welcome to uh, Pace the Nation and uh, the Pace the Nation co-hosting seat. By the way, since I mentioned Docs 2020, mm-hmm. I'd like to get some momentum going for my presidential run. Uh, when you go out to the polls in November, if there's anybody who's running unopposed, write me in as the other candidate, please. Okay. That'll get some momentum. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I got votes last year. And it was that's amazing. Next month, the election's coming. It right. always in November, right? Right. Is it first, first Tuesday, Tuesday in, November? in November? All mm-hmm. right. So write docs in. And then the following week, uh, you can do the Shake Shack run on Tuesday. <laughs> All right, well, a big show to get to today, guys. A very big show, uh, a very exciting program. Glad to have the whole crew back together. Um, we talked about, um, we're talking politics-ish, democracy-ish. Democracy-ish. I, I hate politics. The heavy but I, hitters. I, I did want to talk about uh, this alert that I got on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which you called an Amber Alert I, in the pre-show. I, yeah, I don't, well, you know what? I don't know what it was, but let's talk about that later in the program. Maybe mm-hmm. you guys can explain what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody got it. Did everybody get it? Did yeah. you get it? No, get it? everybody Did, didn't get it. We'll talk about that. Talk about that. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> uh, also on today's program, a couple of Doc's to- topics. Since yes, he hasn't those been are my here. favorite. Uh, the Clarendon Day race that Doc's ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also he's been traveling, so we want to talk about that. Well... Um, the Chicago Marathon tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. We record here Saturday. Uh, it's going to be on 
uh, Sunday, October 7th. And that's so. a docs topic because I watched the Chicago Marathon twice. All right. So that's a docs topic too. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we also want to talk a little bit more, and maybe this will be the last time, bird scooters. I've got a bird it's scooter. It's never going to be no. the last time. <laughs> no, this I is the a, new Boston Marathon. I've got for, a bird scooter stories that I thought was good. But before we get to all that, excited to be joined here shortly by, I, I'd say this is a, a celebrity a, yes. uh, yeah. a, uh, and you only ask it that way because you don't actually know what words mean. <laughs> right, right. So you're right, not no, really sure what celebrity a, means. Well, he, he is a reality TV superstar. Yeah. For sure. Uh, is he a luminary? Uh, he, he could, we could call him a luminary. I don't know. He's a luminary. He's a pioneer. He is a pioneer. Mm-hmm. Uh, excited to be joined by Survivor contestant, former Survivor contestant, Johnny Fairplay will join us today on the program. Uh, and people will say, well, Johnny Fairplay, isn't he like one of the most hated people in Survivor? Like, what's the connection to Pace the Nation? Mm-hmm. Well, Docs right. is, loves the show Survivor. I so do. I think it's my favorite show, to be honest. He really should be uh, on the show Survivor. I, I would agree with that as well. Uh, you guys, to be totally honest, everything I learned about Survivor, I learned in my Google search last night. Okay, okay. all right, good. I'm glad that all I right. prepped you with this then last, right. last night. All right. So you're you're not a Survivor watcher. No, I honestly think it was before my time. Okay, all It's right. still on. Uh, but, but Johnny Fairplay uh, has become recently a runner, and we're going to talk to him about how running has uh, literally changed his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and figuratively. From a reality TV star, luminary, bad guy, to pretty much um, five days a week runner. That's really changed his life. Is he so. still a villain? Is he like a I, bad guy You know runner? what? I, I think you running know, might have softened him. Uh, let's ask him. Running might have softened him, I, I think. Um, but running we, or old age, but we'll find out. We, 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 uh, I first brought up that you know Docs is a big fan of the show Survivor, and mm-hmm. apparently um, this is your first. Tess uh, is the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yep. but... Uh, Docs has, has tried many times, and I'm excited to have Johnny on because we can talk to him about how you get on the show. Uh, Docs has tried many times to get on the show, mm-hmm. and he really should be. Let's be honest, really should be on the show. Okay, I'd watch let's, it. Let's if be Docs gets on, that. I'll start yeah. watching Survivor. Um, so, Docs, you're going to have to tell us a little bit about Johnny Fairplay. So maybe set the stage a little set bit. Set the stage before we have him on. So for for the non-Survivor viewers, um, Johnny. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Fairplay was a contestant on, I think, Survivor Pearl Islands, which was probably around season 10, you, something you got, like that. I, I'm Wikipedia it right now. You got uh, it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Wikipedia is wrong. <laughs> but, um, and that was actually, that was a, a pirate-themed uh, show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so, so he's kind of, he comes from like that original, uh, one of the original cast, you know, one of the first 10 seasons of Survivor. How many seasons are there? Uh, they're like on 36 or I think 36 wow. is the current season, but I don't know. Somebody, somebody's definitely going to tweet in and tell me that I got that wrong. Um, I, I will say this, and this is, this tells you how big of a character Johnny Fairplay is. I listen to Survivor podcast and they talk about past contestants all the time. I have no idea what happened on previous seasons or who some of these people are. I'm constantly Googling when they're talking about somebody. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that person. But you remember Johnny Fairplay. Hmm. And in his season, he had like, before going into the season, he talked to one of his buddies and they came up with this uh, bit that they did about uh, his buddy was going to come out for the family visit. And then Johnny says, but grandma was supposed to come. And his buddy says, 
grandma passed away. And so he, he did this whole bit, and that's how he you know became a villain uh, and a uh, reality TV superstar. Uh, and that's I think that's the bit that everybody remembers him for. Saying your grandmother died when she really didn't. He, wow. Yeah. I can ask him maybe. I'm not sure. I think he was trying to curry favor uh, in the game and use it as an advantage, and it was something that was preconceived. And I believe that even the the production staff was surprised and so they called the family to offer their condolences, and Grandma answered the phone. <laughs> Could he have said this is like my other grandmother? Yeah. Well, he was not involved in that phone call because he was still playing the game. Oh, okay, so gotcha. they, they, all right, so they probably asked I think a when few it happened, probing yeah. questions and yeah. then figured it out quickly that he was a liar, which probably made a lot but, of sense to the producers and the folks on Survivor that they wouldn't be surprised that he was lying. Well, I think they I think they enjoyed that bit too. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, it it fooled even them and I think that it was great television and and uh um put him on the map. Well, he was memorable. I mean, I always yeah. think if you know, if if nothing else be memorable. Um mm-hmm. you, you have also, never said that before. Well, I I think that. I didn't <laughs> oh, say Oh, that's I why we haven't heard it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, I mean, he was memorable, so I got to give him credit for that. Yeah. You need a villain, too. You need like a villain. These vi- kind absolutely. of stories, you need mm-hmm. a villain. Yeah. So, so I, you, do you think nice guy, not nice guy? Do I Does think he play the part of a villain? Or, and he, and, well, or think, is he actually so, a villain? So another thing, too, is... I, and we'll I, find out here I soon. I think he has a, a wrestling past, which is a lot of showmanship. Who doesn't? So, um, <laughs> good, do. point. Yeah, good point. Good point. We all backyard wrestled, yeah. right? Did just yeah. last night. And I think that... I think that, like, a lot of it is he's playing a character, or he's playing into the mm-hmm. character. Well, props to him. He's made a living doing it, and yeah. I'm really excited to to have him on the show. I heard him on a, uh, on a uh, radio program a couple of weeks ago, and he mentioned that he was a runner. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him, see if he'd do our show, and he got right back to us. I, and- I'm not going to lie. I got home late last night. Mm-hmm. And I checked my text messages. I, I knew we were recording today. No idea who the guest was, which mm-hmm. is pretty typical <laughs> yep, for course. Pace Nation. Yep. And Farley sends this text message and says, hey, we're going to get this guy, Johnny Fairplay. I think he was on Survivor. I was like, what? <laughs> this was the most – I would never have predicted that this was yep. going to be our interview today. Well, it is, and uh, we're excited to have Johnny Fairplay. He's got some Virginia ties, too. He does, too. Yep. I didn't know I you did your research. Yep, from Danville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, survivor villain uh, and new runner, hardcore runner, Johnny Fairplay joins us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Tess and Docs, we are excited to be joined by Survivor superstar, Johnny Fairplay. Johnny, you there? How are you? I'm doing good. It's actually a legend and Hall of Famer. So you know what? We were actually talking about that a little bit. We weren't sure how to exactly describe you. You know, I didn't want to say villain because, you know, you're nice enough to join us. (laughs) We don't want to... We don't want to start by like villain joining us, and mm-hmm. then you'll hang up on us. That won't be good. Uh, so okay. Well, I, I, I sell T-shirts that say he, hashtag heal, 
Yes. Uh, those are available, of course, at johnnyfairplay.com. And with every, for every purchase, you get a phone call from me. So. Dude, I, but, uh, you know, I, I embrace the villain role. It's okay. Yes. All right. So villain, Hall of Famer, Survivor star, Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> um, now... I, I am going to go to johnnyfairplay.com. I saw some shirts here. I'm going to get, get some shirts. He also does a podcast that now I'm going to check out. Uh, SurvivorNSFW.com is your podcast, right? Yes, and that, that's not safe for work, obviously. Gotcha. You know, if it involves right. me. I, 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 do, I do have a PG version of myself. I, I, have a, uh, I have a one-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old daughter, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not... 100% not safe for work, but definitely when I'm talking Survivor on my podcast, SurvivorNSFW.com is where you can find all the links. And, and yes, I am 100% a, a bad guy that says very bad things, I promise. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? I am sure, that, and we're going to talk about this, I'm sure that running has changed you, though, and probably into a better guy. And we're going to talk a lot about your running. Uh, but I, I was telling sure. I was telling these these guys I really enjoyed your interview uh, locally here on the Sports Junkies. Uh, he was in for a couple segments with uh, one of my favorite shows in the area, and he mentioned just kind of offhand that he runs three to ten miles pretty much, you know, four or five days a week. Is that right? Uh, five or six. Five or six. Counting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever uh, watched professional wrestling. You know, like back in the heyday, there, there's a wrestler named Raven, and uh, he had done, a, I think it was a Bill Maher show or someone, but they, they do the pre-interview before the interview. Mm-hmm. And uh, Raven's known as one of the smartest wrestlers ever. So, so you know, when they do the pre-interview and ask him all the questions, and and, uh, and then when they bring him on the show, they're just like, Raven, you know, you're known as one of the smartest wrestlers. It, it, you know, it, uh, it, if I'm not mistaken, you have a 145 IQ. And he goes, actually, it's 155 <laughs> and he purposely gave them the lower number to correct it so he could even and i'm like oh so six <laughs> six days a week i'm not going to make that mistake again and mm-hmm. we're going to get to the running but i did want to bring in because docs is a huge survivor fan and to, for full disclosure johnny tess my other co-host here She's in the generation that doesn't watch Survivor, which I didn't know that generation existed. We're but, here. But she, she doesn't watch. But Docs really should be on Survivor. I, I, he's oh, tri- yeah, that's he's, true. He's tried out before, and I've, I've pleaded with, with folks, our listeners, to help him get on. Tell us the roadmap. How do you get on Survivor? How, well, tell Docs how you get on Survivor. <laughs> Uh, move to Los Angeles. <laughs> Is that <laughs> it? I, yeah, I, I had never seen the show. I mean, I, I remember... Uh, uh, the, the first season finale, I believe, is like, you know, 58 million viewers. And I watched about two and a half minutes with my girlfriend at the time. And my, my exact quote, if I'm not mistaken, was, these people are stupid. I would not do this. And, <laughs> and you know, fast you forward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fast forward to, you know, what, three and a half years later, it's like, hey, this guy's really stupid. His name's Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I, I happen to be living in L.A., uh, uh, a, a girl had, uh, had, had, had picked me up. A friend of mine called me and asked if I wanted to go to a Von Dutch party. His girlfriend picked me up, and we stopped at a gas station in Santa Monica. Uh, she's pumping gas like a woman should, and I went to the corner to have I'm kidding, by the way. I went to the corner went to the corner to have a cigarette. In those days, I smoked. Uh, I, I, other people did, too. It's weird. No one knows anymore. No, right. no one should. <laughs> but uh, I, I, this white ball, though, locked up the brakes, and she pulled up. She goes, you mind if I ask you a crazy question? I said, you're hot. Why not? She goes, you're what, Survivor? I go, no, they're a bunch of losers. She said, I'm the casting director. I said, that sucks for you. 
She says, I'm, one, I'm offering you a one in 16 chance of a million dollars. I said, whatever. She goes, I think you'd be perfect. And I said, tell me something I don't know, honey. And she goes, that's it. You're on. <laughs> so, so you, play, you play hard to get, Docs. Maybe that's it. That's <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's, it's just that. It's just, just, just be, be yourself. I mean, like, if you're lovable, be your be lovable mm-hmm. to 11. You know, if, if you're if you're an a-hole, be, be an a-hole to 11. But just be, I mean, because, uh, you know, I was telling the junkies, there's so many, like 80,000 people at one time used to send, you know, VHS tapes to Survivor. You know, now, it, you know, I, I don't even know the number. Probably, you know, the hundreds of thousands at this point because you can just, you know, send to YouTube videos. It's it's even easier than it ever was. And, and like, you know, but, but before and even now, these people are just like, you know, I love Survivor. I want to be a Survivor. And then, you know, they bring these people to Los Angeles and they're like, hey, you know, like, what do you do for fun? And they're like, I, I, I play softball. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and they're ready to work. punch them in the face as hard as they can. They're like, <laughs> if you can't entertain me for 20 seconds, you can't entertain me for 13 episodes. I don't, you know, you don't belong in my television. So, you know, I, I always give the advice, you know, good, bad, happy, sad. It doesn't matter. Be yourself turned up to 11. That's the kind of personalities they won't play in the game. And that's the kind of personalities that I feel, and, and I could be mistaken, but, but, but I, I, I think I'm right, that, that, that the viewer at home wants to see as well. Well, I think you are, I mean, you're an authority in the subject. Uh, you've made your life as a, uh, a reality TV star, which is incredible. It's just a good gig if you can get it, man. Um, but I sure, think I've, I've been on about seven, 70, 70 TV shows total at this unbelie- point. So that's mean, pretty, pretty crazy ride. So it's got to be some kind of record. That's It's got to be. Yeah, where does that rank you all time? I, I think I'm, a, I'm I'm at the top. I, I yeah. think like me and Trishaw, uh, who originally started in the real world Vegas, I, I think we're like one and two. Yeah. Well, Docs was kind of telling us before you, before you came on a little bit about where you really got uh, your your name because uh, he listens to a Survivor podcast, right, Docs? And and yeah. and, and people reference John, and you know everybody knows Johnny Fairplay. I think so. Yeah. And it was the grandmother story. So tell us, for, tell our listeners, uh, kind of what happened there and how that put you on the map. Who me? Yes, the grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my my grandma died. It was horrible. It was, it was the worst day of my life. But uh, but she actually didn't, and right. I had worked that out two months prior to going out there because I had to pick which scumbag friends of mine would would be down for that. And and and, and I shared the story on Sports Junkies, so but I'll share it again here. It, it's funny. Like, all right, so we had the loved ones challenge, and prior to that, like day one and day two, everyone's like, you know, who's your loved one? I'm like mine's my grandma that's CBS they made me list a backup and that's not fair because I know my grandma's gonna make it and and so every night like around the fire people would pray for my grandmother around the fire <laughs> so and and my my grandmother didn't even know you know, like well actually I oh, I she I, I told her you know I, I was gonna lie I mean but she wasn't you know like in on it in on it you know, just like hey you know if, if you get contacted by anybody you know here's the deal so she's like okay and she's like, you're crazy, you know, whatever. So, but, uh, so my, my buddy, you know, when we have the challenge and everyone comes around the corner, each of your loved ones, you know, mine's like, you know, one of the last ones. And he's doing the, the Ric Flair strut. And I'm like, oh, idiot. And so he hugs me and he says, uh, Roddy Piper got fired from SmackDown. And <laughs> I'm like, well, what, wonderful. Uh, you know, because that's why I brought you out here to give me my, my wrestling scoops for the week. Uh, so <laughs> I couldn't politely, stay on script. Jesus. I know. So, so, and, and you would think, you know, being a fan of wrestling, stay on script. That's how it's about. Right. So, so I, uh, I politely using the F word probably three times whisper 
tell me about my grandmother. And uh, so, so they backs up. He goes, uh, did you get the letter? And I'm like, uh, no, the, our mail doesn't run great here uh, on Survivor. Uh, <laughs> I did not get the letter, in fact. And, uh, and, and they, you know, and, and that's followed with, dude, she died, dude. So if he had worked it, if he could have worked in six more dudes, I think it would have been a little more yeah. convincing. But, yeah. but amazingly, it worked. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, they bought it hook, line, and sinker. Dude, she died, dude. I mean, that just, that, that doesn't, that doesn't scream like really sorry and really sad to no, me. No, well, it, it, it screams I have poor choices and friends. Right. right. <laughs> Are you still friends with him today? We we were uh, actually I I uh, like this was uh, my first season of Survivors two thousand three and and I we met two thousand one we talked on the phone every single day up until a year ago uh, maybe maybe a little more right around a year uh, I uh, uh, I I go to church on Sundays mm-hmm. and then I go to Bible study on on Mondays and uh, and I stopped drinking two years ago. Uh, like right around uh, uh, end of October, about two two years this month, and uh, he doesn't want to be friends with someone that doesn't drink and goes to church. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well. Uh, I mean, to each his own. I mean, I, I would get it if I, you know, like if if I had converted into this guy. It's just like, hey, Dan, you know, or Thund- his name's Thunder D, <laughs> but it's really good. But you know, if, if I if, if I Right, convert to this guy. It's just like, hey, I, I really need you to read a few passages of the Bible like every day. You're like, you know, like I, I would get that, but I'm not. I mean, like I'm the, nothing. Like you know, if you don't want to know that I go to church on Sundays or that I go to Bible study on Mondays, and sometimes I miss that for trivia. I'll be honest with you. Like, <laughs> like you will not know that about me. Yeah. Like I, I don't. You know, I'm not one to force anyone into. Like this, this is a personal choice for me. Like I run you know, three to 10 miles, you know, five to six days a week as a personal choice. Once again, I'm not going, Hey, I really need you to go run, uh, run three miles a day or we can't be friends. <laughs> right, I yeah. don't care. I mean, you know, if you, if you're, if you're obese to the fact, uh, to, to, to the point that you think I might say something, right. but otherwise, no, you can do whatever the heck you want. I don't care. <laughs> Just be my friend, you know, don't, right. don't steal from me and don't, you know, and don't beat up my kids. Right. I'm pretty easy. Simple. <laughs> we definitely want to talk about the, the running and, and before Farley takes over the interview and, and, and talks <laughs> running, running, running. I, I, I just have one survivor question about the, the, Dude. the whole bit. Um, what, what were you trying to get out of that? I mean, what was, what was the goal of that, that whole bit with the grandma? It, it, it was a uh, twofold. Uh, one, I had never seen survivor before I was cast. And once I was cast, I went on eBay and I ordered every episode and every early show interview in which they explained why they felt they got voted out and stuff. And so I was studying the game. Like, you know, I, I, I was a fan of, you know, the real world and, and stuff like that and mm-hmm. not really Survivor. So, so I gave myself a crash course in Survivor. So I watched every season twice and I watched Amazon three times because I, I like the way uh, Rob Cicerino jumped from alliance to alliance without consequence and stuff like that. But but no matter what season I was watching, whenever I got to the loved ones episode, I would cry watching. I, I, I think mm-hmm. it's extremely emotional. And so I'm just like, you know, I'm an a-hole. And so if it, if it can affect me like this, you know, I, I would imagine it affects others and probably even more so, I have to be able to use this. So on the season before mine, Amazon, Jenna Maraska, her mom was dying of cancer. And so everyone lost the uh, Survivor auction so she could find out how her mom was doing. So, so I decided right then, 
you know, what's more sympathetic than a dying mom, a dead grandmother? <laughs> so, 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 so there was there was the aspect of, of using that advantage in the game, you know, because because going forward from there, you know, I would swear my grandmother, and you know, the viewers at home would, you know, I, I, there's there's stories of like forty plus people breaking their televisions, you know, screaming, you know, <laughs> yeah. of, of, you know, they're like, no, he's lying, his grandma's not dead. And, and so, so, you know, one was to use it as, as an advantage of the game. And secondly, I wanted to be the biggest bad guy in the history of reality television. Not just Survivor, just, just innate. Like, my heroes growing up were Roddy Piper and Ric Flair. Like, right. you know, I, I, when, I, when, I watch, when I watch Batman, I like the Joker. So that's just me <laughs> as a person. Andy Kaufman is a hero of mine, you know? So that, yeah. that's, I kind of wanted to bring, you know, that element. And, and prior to me, in, in the history of reality television, once again, not just Survivor, Anyone that was a bad guy, they, they always felt that, that they got a bad edit. They're like, that's not really me. It's like, well, you know, they, they don't use CGI. So, right. But with me, you know, I went in, I'm just like, I want to be the biggest bad guy of all time. And the producers are sitting there looking at each other like, where did, where did this kid come from? And, and why did God choose to send him to us? <laughs> they loved it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is, yeah. it was genius, man. Um, it, Thank that, you. That's very, very, very well done. Well, let's. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, created a few monsters. I will be honest. Yeah, you know, well, like, you know, because uh, of me, I have to apologize for the Russell Hansons of the world and the other right. sociopaths <laughs> that don't get that. You know, this is pretty much a you know a gimmick, <laughs> and I you know I really don't you know you know be, you know kick puppies. Right. You know, so. Well, it did sound <laughs> like you had some demons, and I do want to talk about kind of what was the worst like at a regular day for you when you were at your worst, when you were super destructive to your body. Like, what are we talking about? You you, you said you quit drinking. Drugs, cocaine, cocaine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. and, and well, I assume. No, I mean, any, I, I, mean like, I never got like I, I had. A, I lived in Hollywood mm-hmm. for I, uh, I don't know seven, eight years, maybe nine. I don't know. It was kind of a blur. Right. So, but no, I, I would. Uh, I would. I would wake up. Usually, I would wake up about I don't know, like two ish, two in the afternoon. Wow. I would check my phone. I, I'd probably miss, you know, forty phone calls, lots of acting gigs that, that I miss. I mean, like, a, I got asked, I got asked to be on a uh, Clone Wars. They they wanted me to uh, the cartoon. Like, like I was a, a personal pick to do a voice on Clone Wars. I didn't wake up for that. Like, oh. tons, tons of stuff like that. So I'd wake up to uh, start drinking. Uh, you know, have have a beer or, or Bloody Mary or something, and then uh, you know, a couple couple bumps of cocaine, mm. smoke some weed. I never got into pills. Mo- most of my friends were big into pills. I, I never did. I was, I was like, you know, coke, coke and coke and booze and, and pot was enough. And then uh, every night you go out, you uh, I would I would have I don't know probably a hundred. I'd like I'm a small guy. My first Survivor, I started 116 pounds. I finished one thirteen because I have most the most rewards enjoyed by anyone in the history of the show. <laughs> but like uh, I, I I pretty pretty much hovered around the one thirty mark. Like currently I'm one fifty five. Right. And but I'm like right now muscle. Like you know, back then I was just right. you know, skin, right. skinny skinny and you know. But uh but I, I would drink about you know a hundred dollars worth of booze a day. Jeez. Like not. I mean, but I mean that that's probably you know five drinks in L.A. I mean right. don't you know don't <laughs> right. get that's <laughs> yeah, true. not that much. So and then you know uh, you know probably an eight ball of coke and and you know I'd, I'd go home with you know two, three, four, five girls and and, and do bad things <laughs> you know and then wake up the next morning and now. hope you know and hope one of my Rolexes were still there. So, <laughs> but, so uh, yeah, no apologies. I, yeah. I don't you know like you know for anyone that's just like because I do church testimonials now and, yeah. and people love to hear the bad stuff and, totally. and I'm not ashamed of it. You know I, I uh, like that that was. 
that was the path I chose, and, and, and it was fun. If you don't think uh, an, an eight ball of cocaine and five girls at 4 a.m. is a fun time, then you should try. Right. <laughs> like, I think you might like it. You so, might not. I don't know. But, so, but I, I can tell you that, that I equally have just as much fun, you know, with, with no alcohol, no drugs, and, and you know, and, and, and playing kickball in my backyard. So at the time when you were, uh, you know, at that being destructive to your body, were you, did you exercise at all? I, uh, like preparing for Survivor, I, I lived, uh, I was at the top of Fuller Street, which was right at the gates of Runyon Canyon. Mm-hmm. And I would do Runyon Canyon uh, about every day. Okay. So uh, in preparation for Survivor, I did it twice a day. And I would see, like, if, if, you, if, if whenever I did get up early enough, I would see, like, Bob Barker every day running it. Really? Uh, Cheryl Crow. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. But, like, like my, my favorite part, like, I, I liked going at, like, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon and seeing the girls that, that like, you know, get ready for Running Canyon. And so they, you know, put on makeup. And then they go. <laughs> and, and then, like, like uh, uh, what's the clown? Pennywise. They, they look, they're scarier than Pennywise by the right, end of the run. Right. And they have no clue. Right. And they're like, hey, I'm like, whoa. Because they're like you, sweating you all the mascara down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I got to do this. I gotta, <laughs> what's this What's this run called? I got to go out there and do this run, man. That sounds pretty cool. Runyon Canyon. Runyon Can- Canyon. Best way to yeah. do a celebrity it's, tour in LA. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So you did So yeah, you did exercise. Uh, how about in high school? I mean, some. I mean, I, I don't feel that I that I ever, like, you know, during that during that time that, or span of time, like, I, I didn't eat healthy. Right. Like, you know, I, I would probably do, like, one or two meals a day. And as I said, like I, you know, I, I knew, and, and plus I was smoking a, I was smoking at least a, a pack of Marble Lights today wow. or Parliament Lights. Par- Parliament Lights, you say the the, the filter, uh, re- recessed filter that you get, you is perfect for key bumps of uh, of cocaine. That's oh what it was made for in the seventies. So, <laughs> so, but I, you know, I was, and like uh, even like two years ago, you know, before I got sober, like you know, I I haven't done you know cocaine or any of that and. God, uh, you know, 10 years. This mm-hmm. was back in, you know, 2003 and, and 2004, 2005, you know, up to about 2008. So, but, uh, but even two years ago, right before I stopped drinking, I would, uh, I would, I would smoke a cigarette, go run, uh, you know, three, You'd four miles. Smoke and, a cigarette or, or, or before at, you ran? Wow. Before I ran. And then as soon as I finished and, uh, and sometimes I, I would, uh, uh, chug a beer before I'd run. Wow. So, did, did in high school or college? I mean, so you you at least you were running even at your worst. Did you were you athletic then? Were you a runner then at all? No, no, no. Okay. no. I, I like right, I, and, and even then, like I mean, when I first started running, like you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like you know, I. Uh, uh, I would complain. I was like, "Oh, this sucks." I mean, like, no right. one, no one enjoyed running with me because right. I would just make you noises. Complain. Right. <laughs> I think <laughs> still people like, who no run a lot still complain a lot. I think that's still consistently uh, an issue. I, so, so did yeah. when did you like so so you were introduced to running even at your worst? So, two thousand three, you're kind of introduced to running. When did you decide yeah. I, I want to get healthy though? Like, when did you say right, so, I need so, to make uh, a change? And was there a turning so, so, point for that? No, well, all right, so two years ago, like, I, uh, I went to a, a, a we, we have a local brew fest thing, like, you know, it's a hundred, hundred beer distributors or, you know, whatever, and like 200 different beers and stuff. And like, you know, you think being Johnny Fairplay is a blessing and, and a lot of times it is, 
Brewfest is not because it's like you know they, they give you like you know ten or twenty you know drink coupons or whatever for you know eight ounce pours or whatever. Well, if you're Johnny Fear Play, you don't need those. Mm-hmm. So and and, and 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 you know and they're doubling your pour and they're like and try this and try this. So I got about as as drunk as I possibly could, and uh, and 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 I was like, you know what? If if I'm gonna end on a uh, on a drinking note. This is a good one. <laughs> like, right. I will never have more, you know, like, I, I probably should have died from alcohol poisoning, but, like, you know, I, I didn't. And, uh, and I was just like, I'm like, let me see how the other half lives. You know, I, hmm. I, I have people that, you know, like my, my neighbor, he looks like, uh, uh, he looks like the Flash on CW. He looks like <laughs> between the Flash and Finn Balor. He, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's a pastor at, at, at a local church. And uh, he was just like, hey, you know, come check out the church. And so I went to church, and, 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 and I go every week, and, and, and I, I, I probably couldn't tell you, you know, five words that he said, but I can tell you that when I leave, I'm just like, you know what, I should do something positive this week. Mm-hmm. And that's, why, that, that, that's, that's all I really go for is, is just to kind of, you know, get, give myself a weekly reminder to, to, to do something good that week, and, and, and maybe that'll help somebody, and, and you know, and that's it. You know, there, I, I don't... I'm not asking for anything in return or anything like that. You know, I, I just think it's probably, I mean, because talk, talk to a negative person enough, you're just like, ugh, you know, right. like, but talk to somebody that's happy enough, you're just like, hey, you know, like, you know, it, it, unless they're at, you know, they, they talk happy Chad nauseum, and then you want to punch them in the face. But, you know, for the most part, you <laughs> yeah. talk to good people, you want to do good it's things. It's contagious, so, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so, but, so after the brew, yeah. So after this, you know, you you have one last blowout, and you you say, "I gotta yeah. run." And then, obviously, you have a pretty. Well, so, addic- so, I, so, I, so I have one. I have yeah. one last blowout, and, I, and and like you know, and, and I, right before that, I, I started running a little more. Okay. And you know, and I kind of told myself, I'm just like, you know what? It's a lot easier to run without a hangover. Right. I mean, it just right. is. So and, <laughs> that's actually and, uh, true. Yeah. That's not actually wrong. true. It's one hundred percent true. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess there's this new thing. What's the thing where you? you run and drink uh yeah, the the beer, mile. beer mile yep yep we put one on Was here it? i'd invite you to the beer Was mile it? here in dc <laughs> that we do but you don't drink anymore but yes beer mile no there's no there's yeah. another there's, a, there's another thing Hold hash on, house my, harriers uh, house yeah hash house harriers hash, there, yeah hash, hash uh house no, hold on there, there's hashers yeah the hashers yep is that hashing yeah, yeah. hashing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I never heard that. Like, I would have loved that. That would have been great. <laughs> I, think, I was I was thinking about that too. I mean, so there's the beer mile, which is where you 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 drink a beer, run a lap, uh, times four. So so you drink four beers, run four laps, and that's your mile. And that's kind of come come on later after after your your drinking and the the hash harriers also. Those those would have been right up your alley. Right. It sounds like yeah. you yeah. were doing that without even knowing. Right. <laughs> That was the predecessor. Yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah, where's where's the check? So, uh, yeah, exactly. so, 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 so but no, I, I figured out that, that you know, uh, it, it, once again, it's easier to run. And, and so I, I, I just decided a couple years ago, I'm like, let me see if I can make the best Johnny Fairplay possible. Wow. So, uh, you know, so, so I started going to church. I, I, uh, I, I, I was doing as many uh, community uh, projects as possible, you know, like helping build playgrounds and stuff like that. I was seeing a, uh, a uh, psychologist. I stopped drinking. I stopped sweating. Just cold turkey. Just stop. Wow. So I'm just like you know, eh, you know that's it. And um, and 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 I feel great. I mean, like as I said, like uh, you know, I, I I typically hovered around 130. I'm 155 right now. A healthy 155. And, uh, yep. Uh, uh, and, and I'm muscle. I mean, like yep. I I can 
I could eat. I think I could beat up pretty much. Not 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 guaranteed. I could beat up pretty much any girl under the age of fourteen. <laughs> right. I, I think one on one shoot fight you, MMA rule. You got I think I, <laughs> I put my money on I, you. So yeah, I mean, well, I fight dirty. Right. <laughs> so you run. Plus, you have years of experience. He does. Yes. As well. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I would. Yeah. I mean, we we don't have enough time to talk about all the other fights. I mean, all the both, other yeah. fights so, that but, you would get in. With but I do want to. I want to ask a few more running questions because well, this well, fascinates well, let's, me. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about. Let's talk about my speeds now. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I ran a uh, a five k. Uh, Three weeks ago. Okay. Okay. And uh, I missed my 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 record by seven seconds. Okay. And when I, when, and my record two, I, I slimmed down. I got down to about one twenty two years ago. Like you know, because I was just you too know skinny. I was just eating. Well, I, like I mean, if, if if you're you know if you're one thirty and you're running every day and choosing to eat right, you're going to drop some weight pretty quick. And so I did. So I, I got down to one twenty. So I had my all my fastest times then because of that, but I just missed my fastest time ever by seven seconds on a 5K three weeks ago, and and I'm I was 35 pounds heavier. Wow. What was the time? What was the time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm, pu- I'm pulling it up. Yep. Uh, four, four, four minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, here's here's my records: 5K 23:05. Nice. Wow. Is my best, and, and I, I had twenty three twelve three weeks ago. Wow, dude, that's, but that's crazy. Thirty five pounds heavier. Yeah, no, that's solid. But, but you're stronger. But you're stronger so my, my, and you're healthier. My ten yeah. k is forty nine fifty one, wow. and then my uh, my half marathon is one forty five sixteen. Wow. And that was uh, that was a trail run like through hills and rocks and all that. That's, that's eight minute pace doing eight minute pace through trails. I mean, so that ain't you, easy. You've, you've become like a legit runner. So you run six days <laughs> a week. Crazy? This is crazy. So, so what, what was it about that running that, I, I mean, I, I assume that you connected with running cause you have an addictive personality. So that probably yeah, was something. So what sure. was it? What, what was it about running that you really connected with? Why have you stuck with this and changed your life with this? Um, I, I'm vain. Number one, like, uh, I, 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 I want to look, you know, like, like I want to look good. Yep. And so I, 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 I will admit like when it gets cold, it's a little more difficult for, for me to run. It is like, I, I wear like short shorts and, and <laughs> short socks and that's, and, and, and like a survivor buff. And that's yeah, but it. This when, is I, like when I run cold for LA standards. Yeah. Are you live in well, LA? No, I, 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 I live in North Carolina. Now. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So it does get yeah. cold there. Okay, so, gotcha. So, so yeah, it does get cold. So, so, uh, so I like, like I, I typically like, it would be smart of me to run at like eight thirty before my work started. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. But, but the sun's not out then. So, like, I run at like ten thirty because I just want to get even a fraction of a tan while I run because <laughs> I'm vain. And also, like, I, I like do it. a podcast and and I listen to podcasts. Yeah. So the longer that I run, the longer that I get to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I I I I, I can relate. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, I was on a run when I was listening to you um, on the sports junkies. Um, well, that's. I mean, this running has totally grounded you. Uh, you know, tell me about your relationship, yeah. like with your kids. Is your your relationship with your kids improved? 
Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm just a better person, yeah. so of course. Right, right. I don't have a choice but to be, like, a better dad, mm. a better boyfriend, a better... You know, I mean, because, like, you know, if, if, if I'm out drinking, I'm probably out carousing, because, you know... <laughs> That's 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 it's more fun. Yeah. So you you told me you've done some races, which is fantastic. You were invited anytime we have a race here in DC. We put on races. You were invited to any of our races for sure. So anytime you're in DC and want to do a road race, we put on one most every weekend. Um, have you I had don't any, like have, hills. You are, I, I we'll, hate we'll, hills. We'll, not four quarts, four miler. Then for we, sure, we have a, a good race. I mean, you just missed it where it's downhill. Downhill. Yeah. We should we should get them on <laughs> we that. Come up for Clarendon Day where the so, first two miles is just a straight shot downhill that, i think that would be, be yeah, good for, i, that would I be did it I, I, yeah. there's there's a race there's there's a valentine's race it's uh uh it's a 14 uh 14k uh, 14k yeah. yeah and it's uh it's uphill both ways i don't know how it works <laughs> like it, it, yeah. it, I, I, I it has to be an optical illusion yeah. but i mean but it, it's not it's not like a huge hill it's just, you know just very 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 faint but like you know, sitting there and like you know, I'm running like the you know the first seven k. I'm just like, man, like this is just a steady uphill. I'm just like, I'm I'm anxiously looking forward to the return. Right. And I'm like, mf, this is not like how is this possible? <laughs> so yeah, that was not a fun. Well, I mean, we'll have if, to, if you're if you're if you're mental, mentally crippled, <laughs> there's, there's there's no coming back. Well, anytime <laughs> he's in town, we'll have to get him in a race. Uh, so I mean, and you're gonna have to be fast to run with Johnny Fairplay because he's pretty fast, obviously. But I, I, I'm I'm right. Now I'm, I'm I'm a consistent right now. Uh, as I said, because I'm, I'm I'm heavy for me, but it's I, I would say I'm I'm almost all muscle for the most part. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a consistent eight eight and a half minute mile. That's great. So. Do you have any? And, and I'm forty. I'm forty four years yep. old. Like I, this is the crazy thing. And, and, I mean, I look, you know, so much younger. And, and so, <laughs> what I worry about. So you're in your forties. You know, the injuries, yeah. and you know, everybody who's reached their forties and Tess doesn't know anything about that, but Docs and I might, maybe. But I have friends who are in their yeah, 40s. who are in their forties. Mm-hmm. Injuries start to pop up. Have you had any problems with injuries? Yeah. Uh, w- w- I wear. I wear like like. I, I wear like the knee thing, like the the yep. knee, uh, like a, a knee brace, or, you yeah, know, a neoprene. Yeah, knee brace, I wear. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I just I just wear them as as preventive uh, okay. deals. Yeah, and, and and it's funny because like I'll I'll I'll, I'll pass older older women and stuff as I run and they go god bless you look at you all injured still running and i'm just like i'm injured <laughs> right <laughs> it's preventative yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good because yeah. i do uh, worry about folks like you who really rely on running when you get injured i hope you did wouldn't you know go back to your other life or ways <laughs> yeah, no. I I, 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 I had a good run. I, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I, I did, I did forty plus years that way. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think I was doing cocaine at four, but who knows? <laughs> right. You know, but parents, parents leave stuff out. Yeah, who knows? So, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I had a good run the other way. But I, as I said, I'm just as happy, if not more happy now, because I remember like the best Johnny Fairplay stories I've ever heard. You know, in of the first forty two years of my life. I can't tell you. Right. Someone right. else can tell you. They're right. amazing. Like, you know, I just sit There's back, video like, of I, a lot I, of them, too. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I, you know, I, 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 my, my manager, he's, he's a, a producer of, 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 of a lot of uh, TV shows and movies and stuff. I mean, he can go, you know, three hours and tell you the best Johnny Fairplay stories you've ever heard. And, you know, and I'll sit back and I'm, I'm hearing them all for the first time. I'm just like, wow. this is. And, and yeah. another thing, like, you know, my, 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 you know, which I believe is really telling, 
you know, I've been sober for two years. Not one person has come up to me in those two years and gone, you know, I really miss drunk Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> Not one. None? Really? <laughs> I, I str- none. That's kind of disappointing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's uh, it's uh, it, it hurts the ego a yeah. little bit. <laughs> well, all right. So you could find Johnny. He's running. He's going to church. He's doing great things. He's a, he's a family man. He's no longer a villain. What what else? I, I see you, JohnnyFairplay.com, Johnny Fairplay on Twitter. Definitely give him a follow. Where else can we find you? What else are you doing uh, work-wise? Because I'm sure uh, it sounds like you're super busy. Uh, well, I'm doing, uh, if you're in the North Carolina area, uh, November 7th, I'm hosting a uh, live uh, survivor viewing party nice. uh, in Durham, North Carolina at the Dirty Bull Brewery. Nice. I hear they have great beers. You're going to have to take their word for it. <laughs> but yep. uh, that's November 7th in, in Durham. It's on a Wednesday night. Wednesday's the new Friday. And you get tickets for that at SurvivorAfterHours.com. And if you're in the Cincinnati area, the uh, Thanksgiving Eve, Wednesday, November 21st, the night before Thanksgiving, the, the biggest bar night of the year, I will be at Frickers in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I will have, God, I think it's like eight other survivors with me. We're nice. going to do a survivor viewing party and then live podcast afterwards. And tickets for that are available at SurvivorTix.com. That's T-I-X. SurvivorTix.com. You can get tickets for that. So, and on both those, it's twenty-five dollars general admission. Uh, VIP is seventy-five. It gets you a Survivor David versus Goliath buff, just like they wear on the show. Nice. Autograph picks and and uh, the meet and greet where I tell stories that will probably get me sued as soon as CBS hears about them. <laughs> well, I can't wait to. I'm sorry I missed you. You were in Baltimore recently. I'm sorry I missed you. Um, I'm going to ne- be back in Baltimore okay. December nineteenth for Dude, the Survivor David versus Goliath I'm finale. There. Okay, uh, I can't so wait. I want the VIP. I want the stories. Uh, we're going <laughs> to. You oh, and I will trade running cool. stories. This will be the first time you trade running stories in a VIP uh, one of the VIP <laughs> events. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm sure I'll be running naked or something <laughs> right. between now and right. then. That, that we will make it memorable. All right. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, Johnny, dude, I really appreciate uh, your time. Uh, great story and congratulations man for for just changing your life it's 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 really it's actually you you're pretty inspiring i don't know if you set out no, to be but no, you're inspiring no, no. <laughs> well, I, well that that was not the I, you know that that was that that was the emphasis I, yeah, as i said i just wanted to to kind of see how the other half lives and and uh you, you guys do okay so uh yeah. <laughs> so I, I just want to say thank you for inviting me to the party yeah <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's it's pretty cool on this side maybe your first running podcast too i would assume uh, sure you do a ton of <laughs> I, I, you do, I, I, do a ton I, of I, podcasts yeah no i just i think this it, it, there uh, we go. i mean it, i could have done one when i was drunk but i, I, <laughs> right, you I don't, don't remember I, your manager will have I to tell us remember yeah. and i'm and I'm guessing it wouldn't be good. Right. <laughs> All right. It's Johnny Fairplay on Twitter. Uh, listen to his podcast. It's Survivor NSFW, uh, johnnyfairplay.com. Get a T-shirt there. Uh, dude, Johnny, thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining us. Thanks, guys. I, 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 uh, I, I had fun. Right. So did we, man. There he goes. Johnny Fairplay. We're going to take a quick break. This is Pace the Nation. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Johnny Fairplay for joining us today on Pace the Nation. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, he's he's kind of a larger-than-life uh, figure. That's and, an understatement. Yeah, 
And I, I hope he didn't offend too many of our listeners. Um, or, 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 or co-hosts. Or co-hosts. <laughs> but but I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I like, I like his story of turning his life around. You know? I mean, I, I agree. I, redemption I, story. I, I think it's great that, that uh, he has turned things around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if he's... Uh, I, I think he's kind of downplaying it a bit you know with with the with his whole persona but i mean he significantly changed his life giving up uh drugs alcohol yep. and and that whole life and and diving into church trying to do good things rather than i mean he said his claim to fame was lying to america about the death of his grandmother <laughs> right. and now he says that you know every week he's trying to do good things and yeah. so so that that's a significant change i think he completely downplays that um, I also hope that that people realize that you know some of the things that he was saying just just take it just take it with a grain of salt you know he's he's I think he's still playing part of that character that right. that that uh, uh, that he plays into but uh, like you said Farley we focus on 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 the change that he's made and and how he's being aggressive I, I think yeah. you, you 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 focused on something else too which is like he he seems to have had a, an addictive personality with the Definitely. drugs and alcohol right. and it, what a great thing to replace that to find that running can replace those those negatives and you can still still be addictive Right, right. You can be addicted but to running addicted, six days a week. Addicted to something that's yeah. that's that's a positive influence. That's a positive influence. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I I agree. I don't know. What did you think of uh, the interview, Tess? You know, Willie Godown is one of my favorite guests of all time. <laughs> Probably not, but uh, you know, I think there is value in that conversation. Yeah. Well, good. All right. Well, we really appreciate it. Um, I Johnny Fairplay. Uh, fo- give him a follow. Buy a shirt. JohnnyFairplay.com. Um, and I appreciate him taking the time to to join us today. I thought it was a fun interview. Now, I'm surprised you, you liked him so much, Farley, seeing as you guys are polar opposites on shorts. Uh, <laughs> he is true. He's a short shorts guy, and you are, it's well known that you're a long shorts it's guy. Very well documented. I, and I think, it's, I think it's great in, in, in 2018 that a short shorts guy <laughs> and a long shorts guy could have a, a positive conversation I, and come together like that. I'm going to get his information. I'm going to send him a pair of long shorts. We'll see what he. We'll see what he thinks. <laughs> He's we'll going to get your back. information and send him right back. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, uh, a, a number of other things to get into on today's show. Uh, hopefully, that'll help your, uh, your your quest to get on Survivor Docs. Um, Turn it to re- eleven. Remains to, be, remains to be seen. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to move to LA? We're going to have to do this remotely. Yeah. Jeez, man, we already lost one co-host. Um, I don't know if we could if the show could take him moving to LA. Um, I do think the audience can tweet Jeff Probst, though. Still they did, tweet him. They did once. Let's, yeah, let's, we got a little bit let's of that. Promote, let's we promote. need to get hundreds and let's, hundreds of people. Let's make sure that, that people do promote that. Let's get docs on Survivor. Um, all right, so a f- number of other things to get into. Uh, a question for you guys. This past week, I believe it was Wednesday, uh, about 2 o'clock in the Hump afternoon, uh, I get a text. I'm sitting with a buddy. Um at a coffee shop and he gets a text and it's not a text Brag much. It's, it's a alert on your phone. And then somebody else in the, in the, in the room gets it. And I'm like, Oh, it must be one of those Amber alerts. And mm-hmm. that's why when I said in the pre-show meeting, there was a Amber alert that went out that I was confused by and okay. I need some direction or I need some, um, 
yeah, some I, clarification from you guys. I'm, I, I may yield to Tess on this one. Uh, I, I will say that um, this has been in the news for about a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every time you tell a current event story, you tip your hand that you're still only watching sports on television. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. So maybe it was in the news. I, I don't know maybe. what it was, was for. It definitely was in the news. It was a presidential alert. Was the president going somewhere? I was like, it was a test of the system. A test of the system. Mm -hmm. Not a test of the system, Farley. A test. A test. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for what reason? In case the president needs everybody to know something? He he will let us know when we're about to die in a nuclear war. (laughs) Likely that he started, but let's not go there. I again, I wanted to. I'm, 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 I'm trying. That's true. To, I am trying to uh, tread lightly here because I don't want to make it a political discussion. I, I am very curious, though. But it, but the, the, it's still going to apply to me when I'm president in so, two years. So it I'm going to be able to learn for something that everybody needs to like for something everybody needs to know. Yes, and and when I am president, I am going to use that uh, very responsibly to tell everybody when Pace the Nation gets released. <laughs> Because all of our listeners have noticed that it hasn't been on yeah, a very it's, regular it's not on schedule. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. And probably when I'm president, it will continue to be released on a on so, a sporadic on, schedule. So, and we're going to need to have that presidential so that alert. alert. Okay, yeah. so that's a good use for it. That's a good but use so, for it. Yeah. So it's a it's an alert that would relate that would be relatable to every, that everybody would. You, you know, when you're watching television and and the TV mm, goes. Yeah. And there's the bars. Annoying. You get Makes the bars. The yeah. And it, okay. It's something beeps and it says, this is a Got test it. of the so emergency used, broadcast okay. system. Okay. So it used to be TV that would do it. Yeah. So now TV and radio. Phones. Okay. And, and, and they also have the cell phone. Okay. Uh, and I, I will go political for, for another oh, second too. Uh, th- there's been like a lot of opposition to, oh, uh, Trump shouldn't be allowed to do this and I don't want to get, please, I'm going to tell anybody who has that opinion, please stop it. Like... You can you can have your political opinions, but come on, a, a, an emergency broadcast that uh, comes out is actually important. Yeah, so I think it's it's a good thing to let everybody know. But that makes sense if to it's me. a nuclear war. It, but it, it, it you know basically what it's going to be is going to be something that tells everybody you've got 15 minutes to call your loved ones, bunker down. <laughs> I mean, come on. And there right. is a law that prevents presidential abuse. Like, it's on the books. Yeah. Okay. Well, it also has to... I th- I'm pretty sure that this thing has to go through through FEMA. Yeah. And and so there there are some checks there that he can't just... He's got his Twitter account to tell everybody what he thinks. This is for emergency use. So one last question. Mm-hmm. Does it go over radio and TV anymore or no? And then I have one more follow-up question. Uh-huh. Well, you get to pick one or the other. So ask both of them and okay. then tell us which one you And then the want. other question is, what if you don't have a smartphone? Well, you didn't even ask the right question. Okay, what's the uh, right question? Did it, did everybody get it? You asked that in the pre. Right. It actually didn't come over on my phone. Oh, it didn't. And I believe it's because you I'm a, a political adversary. <laughs> I think it's, They know you're a candidate for I the think next that election. they know I'm a candidate for the next one and they don't right. want, you know, and I'm, I'm on a blacklist. All right, so the answer to my question is, this is the new... TV slash radio. No well, more it makes rainbow sense. bars on your TV. Got it. It, okay. it makes sense, although I would be annoyed if I was working the night shift and something came in during the middle of the day that was unnecessary and woke me up. Uh, so maybe we can kind of tweak that. But I wouldn't be annoyed if I was sleeping and they told me you have 15 minutes to evacuate. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Um, but what I will say is it's a, it's a very smart updated system because 
more people have smartphones. Well, there's systems like this all over the place. You have them for college campuses. You have them in mm-hmm. regions. So it's just yeah. an expansion to the national yeah, level. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. So that makes sense to me. All right. I didn't want to get political, so we'll move on. Well, uh, I don't think that we did get political. Okay. Well, I, let's move on and talk about bird scooters, if we could, for a second oh, here. Uh, go from one hot fire to the other. <laughs> well, uh, we haven't talked too much about sports today, so we got to get in our sports slash bird scooters. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, <laughs> I saw, bird scooters a sport? Well, no, it's not. I'd love it's, to see like an obstacle relay. No, I, it's going to relate. The bird scooters relate to one of my favorite football teams, the Washington Redskins. Washington football team. Uh, so Adrian Peterson, the new running back mm-hmm. of the Skins. Gave all his offensive linemen, running backs, quarterbacks, uh, quarterback, uh, a bird scooter uh, that was personalized for them because he scored his hundredth touchdown. So mm-hmm. each of his offensive linemen, quarterback, and and other fellow running back got a bird scooter. Just the ones that are his current teammates, current or teammates. all of his offensive no, linemen for teammates. all one hundred touchdowns. Current teammates, he well, gave. I think them, he kind of cheaped out. I think it's it, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it would you, get expensive. I'm, I am taking the the take right now that Adrian Peterson is a cheap person. Well, no, I think it's I think it's pretty cool that he did it. So you can see the, the tweet that he sent out, a video. Mm-hmm. I noticed of, they didn't come with helmets. They didn't have helmets on. Um, interestingly enough, um, Tess, I don't let's see be honest. I don't see anybody with helmets on and uh, going around Arlington. You know, either. I think this is a good way to to trash your offensive line. You know, with the number right. of injuries <laughs> that you get scooters, on these scooters, right. like mm-hmm. that's probably not a smart. He, he doesn't want to get to one hundred and one. Hindsight. Anyway, so these big guys are on these bird scooters. Um, I didn't know that. Do you bird- think it's funny, like when a when a big guy puts on a tiny jacket? Uh, when a big guy's on a tiny scooter. People ask me to do that all the time. You know, Chris Farley, mm-hmm. the fat guy in the little coat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't know that you could actually buy bird scooters. So apparently he bought these bird scooters and personalized them. I thought bird scooters well, were only a community property. Thing. Maybe, Everything is for sale. Maybe, so. maybe he's just continued to rent them. Well, maybe he did rent them with their names on them. I'd like to get the uh, Alex Smith bird scooter. That'd be pretty cool if I, I was able to get that. No, it just he he's always keeping it and he just keeps... Running oh, the credit oh, card. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So I thought that was interesting uh, in light of our, our bird uh, scooter discussion uh, last week. And and you mentioned the no helmet thing. I want to throw this in there real quick. I was in Madison, Wisconsin last week. Brag much? Scooters are a huge thing there on that college campus. Not mm-hmm. bird scooters, but actual, you know, Vespas. Like Razors? Vespas. Oh, Vespas. Vespas. Nobody wears a, a helmet there. A lot of nobody, Italian nobody, nobody, exchange yeah. students. <laughs> no, it was a w- way that people got around the campus. Nobody mm-hmm. wore helmets. And it was something that was so, it was like strike. It was something so obvious to me that it was something I remembered uh, vividly, like watching all these people. I'm like, wow. It's the first time in your life something wasn't immediately placed in the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remembered it and I was like, wow, this mm-hmm. is really weird. So anyways. Uh, with Madison, Wisconsin, where, where people nobody wears helmets. Where What's their helmet cares. law? That's got to be illegal. Be, it's got to be. I don't know. If you, if you know, tweet us at Pace the Nation. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, because it was really weird how many people were driving around with no helmets. That is a motorized yeah. vehicle. Not safe. Yeah. We were talking about how many bird scooter accents there were. I mean, can okay. imagine. All right. Let's let's rant about bird scooters for a second. Right. I Although did. I did just see somebody ride by in the street and he had two cases of beer on the bird scooter <laughs> with one foot on the case, you know, on the on the beer holding it down. That was a proper use of a bird scooter. With the beer? Yeah. With the beer, yeah, as a as yeah. a, a vessel for for carrying the beer. Um but I, I was on a run 
on the WNOD trail, or actually I think it was on Four Mile Run, uh, back in the woods, and there was a bird scooter that somebody left in the middle of the trail, tire to tire, mm. is blocking the trail. Really? What is wrong with these people? And and ever since, I mean, that made me so mad. I was like, you, you, they just stopped right in the middle of the trail like somebody's going to come by. Only Chris Farley would come <laughs> by in mid-run and, and, and grab the scooter from there. But it, like that it blocks the trail. And so I've been kind of looking as well. I, I am just tired of seeing these things left in very inconvenient places for other pedestrian that's what i was thinking that was going to happen with these things it's ridiculous and i predicted i think about a year ago when we were talking about this i was like what is this a a company invented by an (laughs) eight-year-old like just leaving your your scooter wherever it's terrible and like all over like they're on the trails everywhere they're in front of people's houses there's more to come to arlington and county up the cap yeah. And I do see them all over the place. It's I think crazy. there's other than Bird now, other company, Lime. I mean, all right. Well, there, we, 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 this is going to become the new Boston Marathon. We're going to talk about Bird these scooters are like, every single these week. Are, these scooters are like pigeons. They're a nuisance <laughs> in our town. Actually right. named. We, 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 yeah. we, we didn't think about that. We did want to talk some running here. So you mentioned you're running. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ran the Clarendon Day race. I did 5K of the 10K. You did 5K of the 10K. Mm-hmm. I saw your result. You ran the whole thing. Well, I ran the first 5K pretty hard. Okay. And, and then... Jogged the rest in. And then what I... I mean, okay, so I would like to make a complaint. Mm-hmm. There is... in Once you get past the two-mile mark, there's not a convenient place to, no, to drop not. out of the race. No. No. There's only one way back. The, it's to run yeah, back. It's like, oh, the, the fastest way for me to get, get back is to finish this race. Right. Yeah. I, I was n- I was not feeling great on the second half of that run, um, well, but we, I, I we, did finish. We had your coach on, uh, Heather mm-hmm. uh, Heather Stevens. Yeah. So you've been she, doing workouts. I, I will How tell did you, she feel about your? your I race? will tell you, uh, Heather gave me very good, very smart direction going into the race, which I didn't follow. Uh, she told me that I that I not to go out fast, and I just went out way too fast. <laughs> of course, I, I mean it's downhill, and I was feeling good, and I was like, ah, you know, this is this is probably fine. I went out way too fast, um, and and so she was she. It's not her fault. So this but, one's on me. Yep. All right. Well, and you, it was it was good for me. I, you know, like for everybody who does uh, follow the William Doc saga, I haven't run races in a long time. Uh, so for me, it was e- even though I was because I had like a little bit of an injury in August and uh, that was some some downtime and, and my fitness isn't there. I, I didn't let that stop me from getting out and, and racing and, and kind of really seeing where I was. And, well, and there's nothing wrong with having a bad result. It's, yep. it's still where I am. I, I, I like that you went out there and, and you're healthy, you're running. So we always like to keep mm-hmm. keep uh, him. We, we always like to keep updated on the doc's training schedule. Yeah. Um, because you know, he could fall off the, the, the wagon anytime, anytime, anytime. So that's good that you're running. Heather, Heather won't let me. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's fantastic. So we've got Clarendon day last, last week. Mm-hmm. Army 10 miler is tomorrow. Also tomorrow. Oh, I should, I should do that. Also tomorrow. Well, you better head over to the expo soon. <laughs> um, also tomorrow is the Chicago marathon. Uh, oh. which, you know, can be, I'm not going to do that. I've, I've, I've done the, I love the Chicago marathon. One of the, one of the great, uh, marathons in one the, of the world big majors. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's tomorrow. Um, there's been, uh, you know, a lot of conversation about it on the Twitters and, and on the internet, but mm-hmm. I, the, the, the story that, 
I've seen most uh, represented or, or most talked about is the ad for Galen Rupp. That is a huge billboard in Chicago okay. that says uh, best in the country, question mark. That's great. 194 countries to go. Just do it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good and people were people hate that ad. I kinda do too. I, I really feel really? like I liked I, it. I, I feel it was like, pretty cool. All right. Let me get my point in. <laughs> <laughs> if you point it if you <laughs> keep all right, well, I guess it, it was cool then. Right. Um the the thing the problem with the ad is like I'm pretty sure that he's already the fastest person in a lot of those countries. That's that's true. So it's not 194 <laughs> that's to go. True. There's yeah, you, you actually now that you've mentioned it, it's probably 3 or 4 to go. Yeah. <laughs> that might yeah. be it. If if not, uh, anything about that. Okay. Yeah. Um Tess, uh, what do you think of the ad or, or, or any thoughts on the Chicago Marathon? Yeah, honestly, what I'm most stoked about is the Gwen Jorgensen race. Yeah, that's right. Um, Triathlete. Yeah, huge fan of hers since the Olympics and to see her come back to the marathon. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, it's who knows what's going to happen. Yep. It looks like it's it can be super hot in Chicago this time of year. And we've seen that they've had to cancel the marathon midway through yeah. in the past. I think so. my cousin ran that year. So it's uh it's not gonna be a, a one of those days. Uh, so hopefully the weather's good and yeah it'll be interesting to see what uh, Gwen Jorgensen can do. All right, this podcast of course is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, you can find us at the Marine Corps Marathon coming up. So if you're running Marine Corps, come find us at the finish line. We are we are an official sponsor of the Marine Corps Marathon, and we will be at the finish line selling officially licensed Marine Corps Marathon gear. So a lot coming up this October at Pacers. Uh, you can also sign up for the Veterans Day race, which is coming up next month. Uh, but October, great time to run, great time of year for uh, for running. Army 10-miler, Marine Corps Marathon, all that stuff is coming up. Uh, Docs, mm-hmm. you've been traveling. I have. Uh, so we got your running update. Yeah. Let's get your travel update. I have a okay. So where I'm working right now um, affords me the opportunity to come home on most weekends, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the terrain where I'm running is it's been very difficult to find legit running trails. Mm. I'll tell you that, uh, and and you will listen. <laughs> um, but because it's like mountainous. It, it would be, if you're a mountain biker, this would be paradise because every trail, I'm, I'm like, oh, here's some trails. I'm looking it up constantly like, oh, you know, here's trails, trails, trails. I go there. Every run, every trail that I find seems to be running up the side of a mountain. It's crazy. Well, so that's not, that's not ideal. Right. I found a couple of trails, but this is my one story from, from training. There's a, a big reservoir with these amazing trails uh, that are that I thought would be great to run on, but they, they, they're all these like rocky mountain, uh, mountain bike trails. So I go out there one day after work. And when I get there, there's like this, the parking area in the backside is remote. Uh, and so it's not the main parking area. And I pull up and there's this white truck with its hood up and another Jeep or something with its hood up. And it, it just seemed kind of fishy. And I was like, well, they're kind of, there's no jumper cable. So I don't mm-hmm. really know what these guys are doing, but they're over in this corner. So I was like, I'm going to park in the opposite corner, you know, out by the road with nothing else. 
And I go out and I'm, I'm gone for an hour and I come back. And, and when I came back, there was a, a guy on his bike who came back at the same time. At, or he, he came out like, you know, two minutes before me. And so when I get to my car, he's like, hey, can I borrow your phone? Somebody broke into my car. Really? And I go over there and it was in that corner that was being blocked by those two trucks. All of the windows in the parking lot were smashed out and everything was thrown around in, in, in the cars. So I actually... So somebody p- robbed every single one of those. They did. Wow, and and cars. then somebody else pulls in wow. and he says, uh, like, it's one this guy's buddy... And he's like, he's like, oh, somebody broke into my car. And the other guy goes, that's the third time this month. Police aren't doing anything about this. They're all complaining about it. I was like, all right, well, I will not be coming here anymore. Why right. are they still parking there if right. it keeps coming back? Because um, the trails are so good. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be that good. Take your bird <laughs> no, scooter there and, it, and yeah. just leave that there. Well, the thing, that, the thing that's a bummer is like a lot of these people, he's like, he's like, there's nothing even in my car. So they just cost me $200 right. to replace right. place the window. Um, you know, that, that, that has been a thing where, where thieves, you know, smart thieves will go. No, these guys are idiots. Well, those guys are idiots, but they'll go to like Burke Lake and I've heard this in the past and they'll look, you know, on top of tires or underneath bumpers for people's keys because they know they're out on runs Yeah, yeah, and then they'll, you know, open their, their car up and just take whatever they want. And then I guess that's a nicer way to do it than break their window, but it's probably, it sucks. So what do we learn from this? Right. If, if you're going to a a well-known place to park your car to go for a run, like you said, Burke Lake, Akatink, mm-hmm. yep. any of these places, don't leave valuables in your car. Right. Uh, when So now when I go, like I bring my hotel key and my driver's license and I leave the credit cards and the cash at home. Uh, which means that I can't get uh, Krispy Kreme on the way home. So yeah, it's like tough. two times, <laughs> yeah. it's two times a winner right there. <laughs> yeah. um, right. But so, you know, don't have that stuff in your car. And like you said, Chris, if you're going to leave your, your keys, uh, try to carry the key with you, your car key with you. But if you're going to stash it somewhere, don't stash it in, in the in the tire wheel. Go find somewhere else to right. stash it. Find a nice rock. There you go. Put it under a rock or mm-hmm. hide a rock. Bring your own hide a rock. All right. Well, finally, um, Tess, uh, I know that you saw a movie and no spoilers. I, I don't actually mind if you spoil it because I don't watch movies. So. I think, well, also the movie we're about to talk about, are, I mean, it's a documentary. People know what I happened. I love documentaries. So you saw this move, this documentary. Yeah. It's the first documentary I've seen in theaters. Free Solo. Free Solo. Free Solo. Okay. Now, this is a story about when Han Solo gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> No, tell tell the audience a little bit. Of, it's not running related, but it's very, I mean, it's athletic related yeah, for it's, sure. Yeah, it's sporty. It's sporty um, for sure. So last year, Alex Honnold was the first person to free solo El Cap, so El Capitan in Yosemite Valley, which okay. is like the mecca of climbing in Docs North America. Docs loves Yosemite, right? I do. Yeah, it's my yeah. favorite place on earth. Okay. So when you drive in, this is the wall that just like slaps you right in the face. It's right. beautiful. Um, it's also 3,000 feet tall. Of just sheer granite. So, so is it like, I mean, I'm, I'm looking outside our studio mm-hmm. and I so see a building. Empire State Building? Right. Double it. Wow. No okay. ropes. Farley's, Farley's <laughs> looking across the street at a six-story building <laughs> like, is it that big? So You need to get right, out more. So, you so, need to leave the center of the universe. All right. So, all right. So how steep, like how, I mean. It's straight up. It's straight, straight up. Straight up. Yeah. So it's I not mean, like it, you it can do some double backs in, and, and hiking. He, he and does down climb. So you got to hike up to the base and then you got to get straight up. And there's points it's overhung. There's points where it's a little wow. slopey. You know, it, it varies. But, you know, insanely difficult climb to begin with. Okay. And it was a cool thing. They had Jimmy Chin, who's one of the directors yeah. for the film, talking on camera because he's friends with the climber. 
Um, and he talks about how he's really conflicted about shooting this movie about free soloing because there is a legitimate risk that Alex is going to fall off the wall and that's the end of it. Right. Well, don't spoil it. Don't let us know whether he falls off or not. Uh-huh. But I do. I, I was curious on how did they get the shot? Like, so the, Jimmy Chen, the, the director, like, how does he get the shots if it's that hard to climb? So Farley, uh, free climbing means that you don't have ropes. like ropes. Okay. And, so like usually when you mountain climb, you kind of support yourself. Yep. So if you fall, there's some there's a safety net to catch you. Okay. So the thing with this is the the folks who are filming are also professional climbers uh, and they're okay. roped in. Okay. So Got they're it. essentially rappelling down from the top, and then they also Got have it. drones circling oh, wow. them up. But Very then you cool. know you don't want to interrupt his line of sight. You don't want to be distracting. Okay. In any way. All right, I've I've got a, a horrific fear of heights. Okay, you do. He does. I, I really he do. does. <laughs> we went to the top of a cathedral once in in Cologne, I in Germany. Fainted. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, I wasn't. We were like inside the building. We hadn't even like gotten to the scary part yet, and he's like hyperventilating. I'm 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 starting to like sweat. I've got pit sweats. You know the cool thing is about. I'm afraid of heights okay. too, but I love climbing. Wow. And I, I think see, I you just, know when you're roped in, there's. You know, in some ways, a false sense of security, mm-hmm. but there's a, a sense of security. Sense of security. Okay, I've never tried it. I don't think I would. I wouldn't skydive. I wouldn't do it. This yeah. is, you I know, it's outside it. of your I'm comfort zone. You got to yeah, do it. I do like getting outside the comfort <laughs> zone. I agree. But at any point during the movie, are you like palm sweat? Like, oh, I almost really? threw up like four okay. times. All right. See, that's gonna be hard for me to watch. I but just it's don't know if so I engaging. Like, you know, okay. I'm sweating there. I realize at one point, I look down at my entire body. It's like every muscle is clenched. Like I'm gripping onto the wall. Okay. It was sick. It was awesome. All right. All right. So a... Uh, Farley, are you going to watch that one? Five out of five uh, review from Tess on that one. I'm, I'm sorry. Am I going to... You're going to watch that one after Citizen Kane? <laughs> it's Casablanca. Casablanca. Yeah. yeah. I, thought we, even, I thought we saw you, Casablanca already. You've, you've even forgotten. Didn't we see Casablanca already? No. You haven't done yet. that? No, uh, no right, i got to well. do that. Uh, sorry, Brian Knight. I will get to that, but... Yeah. Uh, and an awesome experience in the movie theater. Oh, incredible. This is something you have to see in the All theater. Right. Right. Or what if, do they show it in IMAX? Probably even better in IMAX. Oh, probably. I know National Geographic essentially did the film, so it's it's big screen. Okay. All right. Well, all right. And then I said finally, but actually mm. finally, Tess. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we a talked liar. about do- <laughs> Docs is running. My running, you know, I mean, I'm trying to get by with two kids. First know, play, guy play on the, the planet to have two kids. <laughs> play the violin for me. Listen. How's your running going? You know, I just, good timing. I started doing it again. All right, so you started like, running again. All right, that's good because you host a running podcast yeah, officially. I figured I should probably get into yeah, that. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. you're just getting back. So, all right. Keep, yeah. Jasmine, I did this for a year and a half without running. It's not a prerequisite. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. So you're just starting to run again off of an injury. No, just lazy. Just, just lazy. Right. Pure I don't laziness. do this summer. All right. So, right. so how's the how is the reboot going? Terrible. Terrible. Oh, it's right. awful. Hang in there. I can't how, breathe. How long? How long have you been running? Like you, you ran this morning. Today's your first day back. Um, today's actually day off because I uh, I was tired, so uh-huh. it wasn't going to happen today. But mm-hmm. day six theoretically. There you go. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. still new. Six right. days into it. Farley, how long do you have to consistently run before it stops being like just absolutely miserable? Uh, I don't want to tell the listeners the truth because I don't want to discourage them. Um, no, I'd say, you know, you got to give yourself a solid three months until no, you. I think that's like, too. I think that's too long. Too but long. I. But I do think that I'm not. You. You probably know better than I do. Mm-hmm. I. My feeling is, and I don't know what the 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 length of time that you have to be doing it is. But I know that like trying to get back and trying to to turn that corner is very difficult. And a lot of True. people don't like running because 
they don't consistently run when they're trying to turn the corner. And so you could drag that out for years of inconsistent training. But then there's a certain time where, like, I would measure it in less than a month, maybe two, three weeks, where if you're just consistently running, you stop going from, oh, my God, today's yeah. my first day back for the eighth day in a row or whatever to, all right, now I'm I'm not saying that you're going to get in shape and you're going to start PRing. Thanks. Right. But <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like that quickly, but it, it becomes the the going for a run doesn't become laborious the it's, hardest it's, chore ever yeah. of the day right you got to find agree. the flow yeah. I, I mean you're still not you you're still not fit but you're but you're at least not you've, dreading you've every turned step. that corner right. of, I, I, of, agree. Yeah. I think that's a good i think uh, 8 days is a good so hang in there. You're six days. You're two, two days more away. To go. <laughs> and then it's going to be. I all thought I said three weeks, there. but you guys listen to whatever you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. All right. Three weeks. Three weeks. So hang in there for three weeks. Then. All right. Great show, guys. Great to have the full crew intact. The new full crew intact. Two point oh. Two point oh. Episode one sixty eight in the books. Uh, great show, guys. Thank you to Johnny Fairplay of Survivor fame joining us today on the program. You can follow him on Twitter at Johnny Fairplay. Uh, inspiring story. I thought it was an inspiring story. Awesome stuff. He's become a really hardcore runner. So thanks to Johnny for joining us. Thanks to you, the listener. Really appreciate it. We hope to be consistent. We have some great guests coming up. Hope to be consistently out here in the next few weeks. All right. For Test Strike, for William E. Docs, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week. And like, if you're looking for a pair of basketball shorts that go, you know, past your kneecap, <laughs> no problem. That's but the place. Uh, if you need, if you if you need a pair of short shorts with just the one little pocket with the zipper, oh no, it, it's Mission Impossible. I know. It, it, well, it, 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 at least a guy version.